a common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. We're back. This is John Katsimatidis. And, uh, well, what a great show we're having today. And uh, Bill O'Reilly is uh, one smart guy. Yeah, lots of stuff to talk about, especially also Twitter. It was interesting to get his take because that's the huge story, well, of course, Trump, today. Trump has yep. said he doesn't want to go back to Twitter. And Trump had said uh, he had 88 million followers, something like that? Huge number. And he now has Trump social. That's why. He's has got his, his own Trump social. Yeah, Trump social. Yeah. I don't think it's working that well, is it? Yeah, there's been some problems with the app. And that's why everybody's saying it's sort of between there, Parler, Gab. It's sort of that contrast. But well, John, you're the businessman. Musk what is saying he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Musk is saying he'll be back. I agree, uh, Tony Carvinetti. What? I agree. What happens to the Trump company if he leaves to go on Twitter? How much money does he lose? If he doesn't go on Twitter? Yeah. About six, seven hundred million. Nope, nope. I, he'll lo- he loses wow. exactly what he invested. How much? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, but how much? How much? <laughs> Everyone else loses money. How, right. how, how We've much, seen that movie before. But how true. much was uh, his theoretical uh, upside? Right. That's what he loses. Right. Seven hundred million. Eight hundred. It, it, it's numbers. It's real numbers. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all be. And by the way, but speaking. It's, it's not money yet. Spe- speaking of that. Speaking of. Well, speaking of an expert at all of it, we have Doug Schoen on, and we want to get to a lot of hot topics with him. But we've got the great Democratic pollster, um, also strategist, um, also there of Newsmax lineup, Doug Schoen. Doug, great to have you here on the show. This is Rita, the uh, uh, wonderful sidekick here, today of uh, John Katz. Thank you, Doug. Thank hey. you. Yes. What? 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 What is your first of. Many queries, hopefully. Oh, my God. Well, we were just talking um, about Twitter and Trump and all that. Let's just get your take on that before we get into the polls with you. What's your take on all of that? And also uh, Trump held in contempt. Lots of stuff today, Trump related. Yeah, my sense is that this is for Trump related, as it always is, the two main uh, themes in his life, money and power. His power is going to come from his creation of his Trump social media site and his economic benefit is going to come from exactly what John Casamitidis was saying, investing nothing, getting a big theoretical. And at this point, it is theoretical uh, upside. Where do you see what what's your reaction also, Doug, shown to um, Trump being held in contempt uh, by a judge? I want to get to that's another big headline today to find ten thousand dollars a day, Doug. You know, I, I think until there are charges leveled against him. Specific charges that have something to do with how he conducted the presidency. It's all day to day stuff. He'll challenge it. Uh Donald Trump isn't going to be writing any 10000 much less $100,000 checks anytime soon, I don't think. So to me, the real issue, which I don't think the commentators have focused in on enough, is what is about what Trump did vis-a-vis the counting of the vote, Georgia, January 6th. That matters. The rest of this stuff, to me, is so far... Um, stuff we care about, but I don't think there's a voter out there who believes it's going to influence the elections or Doug, the real world. Doug, this is Pete King. First, it was great talking with you yesterday. On, uh, yeah, I enjoyed so, it, Pete. That's Always. Good. Uh, how do you see New York going? I, I think Kathy Hochul's numbers have dropped dramatically. I've yeah. spoken to Democratic leaders who are trying to, they say, talk some common sense into her. 
that she's losing moderate Democrats, independents, yep, and she's yep, United yep. Republicans all against her. Yep. She has only one asset, which is the aforementioned Donald Trump. I believe if um, Lee Zeldin is able to run a campaign as a Glenn Youngkin-style Republican, he has a very real chance to win. And her only chance, given I agree with you, Pete, that she has not exactly distinguished herself. And if you take this Brian Benjamin stuff, how can you in any way explain this away in any rational way? I can't. Doug, it's um, Tony Carbonetti. Is she not hey, begging? Tony. How are you? Is she not begging Andrew Cuomo to get into this race? Yeah, let me put it to you this way. As strange as that may seem, it would be about the only thing that would give her a chance to have what you need in politics, which is an enemy or a villain. Right now— Would she be good uh, at it? Because he would be very good at it. He, he, and he, he would, and, and I think you're right. And I, my sense is from what I've seen in the polls, Andrew recognizes he could be competitive but can't win. And the question that I ask myself is how does he get in the race given that the petition period is closed? No, he can get as an independent. No, Indi- he's an independent. Right. Yeah, he's got time as an if, independent. If he's an independent, he's electing uh, Zeldin. Uh, Zeldin. I mean, I, or Giuliani. We know about, I'm sorry? Or Giuliani. That is true. That was a paid political announcement. Tony the former chief of staff to our late... I know the kid since he was born. There's no way I, I have to support him. And, and you, you want to know something? I've known you since you were born, exactly. but that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> he slapped me on the ass, I'm telling it, you. It, it is honest, honestly true that I saw him before he was one year old. That's true. Wow. And by the way, what about Swazi? I mean, do you think there's anything with the centrist lane with her or, or is no. she kind of have it away? I, I agree with you, but I wanted to get your take, Doug. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think uh, I, I, I just think she has run as inept an administration and a campaign as I have ever seen. And I it the whole thing boggles my mind. And I just. You know, none of it makes any sense to me. Well, tr- Doug, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. I have to tell you, what troubled me is the way she handled the whole budget process. She had an the opportunity bu- to clean up the uh, so-called bail reform and do something right. meaningful. She didn't do that. She pushed uh, her agenda, which was to get the subsidization of the Buffalo Stadium. She's pushed a lot of the Green New Deal with unworkable time frames and no real diversity of energy. What say you? Well, what say me is that if you do add uh, throughout the state, other than the 716 area code, talking about the giveaway to the billionaire owners of the Buffalo Bills, that's got to be uh, harmful. Uh, Attacking her on not doing bail reform, got to be harmful. And the Green New Deal and what it costs, got to be harmful in the New York City suburbs. I don't think, given the economy in the state, taxes in the state and crime in the state, she has a particularly compelling argument. Well, and Doug, Doug, let me ask you, what happened to your Democratic Party? It, it's not the Democratic. Did you start out as a Democrat? Actually, my family was. Yeah, they were, again, working class yeah. Democrats. Yeah, right. 
And, and you know, I was a mainstream Democrat right. back when John F. Kennedy was right. a Democrat. And you fight any fight, and you go anywhere, and you stand for freedom, liberty, and traditional values. And that Democratic Party, Pete, is long since gone. Yeah, they've gotten so woke. People are so fed up. You brought up Youngkin at the beginning. Anti-religion. Yeah, anti-religion, going after everything. Don't you think that people are just going enough? The average person is just saying, forget it, Doug? I I do, and I think many, many of my cohorts who are moderate Democrats like me or what I think is a moderate Democrat are saying, I can't vote Democrat this year. I can't vote for an administration and— both in New York State and nationally, that is so out of touch with the mainstream of uh, political thought. That's what I'm hearing over and over from both political people, Rita, and not political people. Doug, there was an interesting column a couple of weeks ago by Dan Henninger in the Wall Street Journal, which he said the Democrats have earned the right to be destroyed. Well, I think the way I put it is they have destroyed themselves i mean most of this is all self-inflicted why don't they have look me doug me and you go back a long way we know a lot of common sense democrats why don't they have the courage to stand up and say enough is enough because you know what the difference is john and and i ask myself it's a great question i ask myself that every day they are afraid of the left they're afraid of the squad they're afraid of aoc so the path of least resistance, whether it be in Albany or in Washington, is to kowtow to the left, and it is literally destroying my party. But worse, it's hurting our country and hurting us fundamentally in ways that has nothing to do with politics and everything to do with who we are as a nation and a, and a people. But, you know, what? to your point and to John's point here, Manchin, who has really been a lone wolf on so many votes, he just saw the largest jump in approval ratings of any senator. And he hasn't well, been cowtailing to the AOCs. He's been against well, them. So there, yeah, and, it, there's and, a policy for survival. That is true. I would tell you the politics of West Virginia are fundamentally different than the rest of the country. But I, I agree, and I think... Joe Biden would do a lot better for himself following the Mansion playbook than the Bernie Sanders playbook. And Bernie Sanders, from what we read this weekend and here, could well be a candidate against that same Joe Biden in 2024, as incredible as that may seem. Is that for the presidency of the nursing home, Doug? Uh, it's a, a gerontological election, that's for sure. Doug Schoen, thank you very much for coming on. Where we stand. John, it's always a pleasure. Great group. Thank and you. I wish I was with you live. Well, so whenever, whenever you me. feel like coming live, you're always welcome to the studio. Our home is your home. Well, thank I, you. you. You couldn't be nicer. Thanks Great so job, much. Doug. Thank Thanks. you.